Happy Hump Day. I'm C. Thomas Printer, and I'm here with Austerity Jones. And welcome to Looking Backwards, Looking Forwards. Good morning, Austerity. Good morning, C. Thomas. Happy Wednesday. Today, on Looking Backwards, Looking Forwards, we are going to discuss three items that caught our eye from past week and three items we are looking forward to coming up. To get started, what are your thoughts on Central Bank of Turkey decreasing interest rates by a full point in the midst of 80% inflation in the country? Well, I'm a North American University trained business leader, and I would have to say that's crazy. However, mm -hmm. I do think it's consistent with what uh, Erdogan has said in the past, is he does not believe in that. Um, that definitely flies in the in the face of modern economic theory of protecting your currency by offering more incentive, you know, by higher interest rates, etc. Um, but I think the other thing we have to think about is it's 80% inflation. From moving from 13% to 12%, it's not directionally correct, but does it really matter at that point? <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I mean, it's like at some point it's like, ah, see, they, nobody even noticed. Yeah, but you still have a problem. You know, your capital reserves are still dwindling, right? The inflation is probably accelerating. Um, they have a real problem in Turkey. Um, but I don't think necessarily that price cut will help. Um, but I do think he's trying to point out that he's doing something different than the rest of the world. I just don't think it's going to work. Then on to far-right election win in Italy. This was, this was interesting, and I think... She, Uh, I think her name is Georgia Maloney. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she comes from a party that has some um, roots back in the uh, post-Mussolini fascist days, right? Mm -hmm. And so she was given a whole lot of grief. But I think basically what she is is the continuation of the populist spirit of Brexit, of the Trump America elections, And, you know, um, she has a famous speech uh, where she says something along the lines of, I am woman, I am mother, I'm a Christian, etc. And it became very popular, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I, I did a little looking into uh, her and reading about her, and she had a very interesting speech. And I normally don't do this, but I wanted to get this right. She says, um, this was in a speech earlier this year, um, She says, no to the violence of Islam, yes to safe borders, no to mass migration, yes to work for our people, no to major international finance. Now, there's a lot of things that, you know, they fight with in that country, right? With immigration, they have, uh, you know, Islamic um, people moving in en masse. And so it's very popular to be anti-Muslim in that country. However... Mm. How do we get no to major international finance in that right. same fire everybody up and enthusiasm of a public speech? I thought that was a very interesting thing as someone that, you know, discusses finance on a regular basis. And I think where this is coming from is same as what we just discussed with Earth again. In Turkey, it's a very, very unpopular thing worldwide that we're feeling and facing. Right. We have inflation in the United States, but it's not nearly as bad as what's happening elsewhere. Right. Uh, Turkey, Argentina, Europe, etc. Right. And I think 
the first thing that happens is when these countries get in trouble is here comes the IMF and here's the package of deals. And next thing you know, that country seems to be struggling for the next 50 years. And we basically take all the good assets out of that country and keep them poor and working for the major developed countries. I think that's what she's tapping into. And I think that Europe, Italy in particular, is part of the euro. And I think they are pushing back against some of these things that they believe are hurting the Italian people. I just hadn't seen it yet come out in, you know, voiced in a speech of no to major international finance. I thought that was very eye-opening. Thank you, C. Thomas. Then I would like to ask you, Egypt is seeking up to $6 billion from sale of state firms by June. Yes, I think this is where you're starting to see the economics hit at a nation level. Um, You know, I think the Germany actually reached out and started to nationalize some of their gas companies, right? So they're understanding that this is a too big of a problem for those. But Egypt is at the point where they need to raise money, right? They need to raise money for food and other things. So by selling off some of these assets, right? I think the I forget it was the Abu Dhabi or one of the you know Middle Eastern sovereign wealth funds was looking at buying that right. They need mm, the influx correct. of money, right? They need the influx of money. They're in real trouble. Um, we've talked about them in food shortages as Egypt being at the very top of the list, right? Because the food's more expensive coming out of Ukraine and Russia now. Um, how is Egypt going to afford it? Well, I think you're seeing the answer, right? They're looking around and they're saying, hey, we have these assets. Um, We need to do what's right for our people. And we're going to sell some of these assets to raise money. Uh, We have looked back on the week and now looking forward to, do you think hydrogen cars would offer a better future than the electric ones? Hydrogen cars are definitely a better model, all things considered. However, I think like EV competing with internal combustion engines, they're not there yet, right? Um, You know, releasing water vapor and having something that magically separates the hydrogen atoms from the atmosphere or whatever the process is. I don't know specifically. I'm not a (laughs) physicist, but um, I do think hydrogen cars are very interesting and another alternative technology to um, electric cars. And I think uh, Toyota and some of the Japanese car companies in particular are putting a lot of resources and they're betting that that might be the direction we go. Um, It's interesting to see that, you know, they said it's such a big project that without, you know, nation level funding, it's going to be very hard to do as well. And I think this is what it comes back to is if the governments weren't paying for all of this EV stuff, this wouldn't be happening. These companies would be broke. And um, I, I think that's a common theme is it's going to take nation-level funding for this to work, and I certainly hope it does. But just like we're seeing in Germany right now, it hasn't, right? They've literally had to, you know, they've been on the, the forefront of you know, wind, solar, and now they're back to firewood and coal and trying to hopefully restart their nuclear because it just hasn't made economic sense. So we have what we want to do morally of saving the planet and wrapping ourselves in these EV cars and this ideology. However... The economics have to work. Otherwise, we're going to be burning fire. Noted. Uh, Mexican Central Bank has meeting on Thursday, and the poll shows 75 basis points increase expectation. 
Yes, you're seeing this across the globe, right? Every central bank. So Sweden raised 100 basis points last week. You know, obviously the American central bank raised 75 points. And Mexico is the same thing. They're in an interesting spot, right? They're not in Argentina. They're not a Turkey. But they're also <laughs> not immune from inflation, right? It's running at 8 9% no. there. Um, that's a very big country in terms of population, and it affects a lot of people. It's also a big trading partner of the United States. So while they're not necessarily purchases of things, Right. They are feeling the inflation just the same. It's just, you know, maybe not at a level that gets a lot of politics and a lot of media coverage. So I think all of these central banks are playing catch up with the United States Federal Reserve. And they're saying, hey, we have to protect our currency. So we're going to have to go up. We're going to have to go up and we're going to have to go up. And they seem to be ahead of it right now as their interest rates are higher than ours. We are then going to now talk about the last item on our list, looking forward to. John Paulson came out and said, commenting on the frothy U.S. housing market, this time is different. I like it when they say that, right? Because eventually, yes, every time we have a new situation, it is going to be different. You know, <laughs> um, I think the thing is, is in comparison to the last housing market, one of my favorites quotes that I've heard from Charlie Munger and maybe he took it from someone else is the same man never enters the same stream twice. The man has changed and the stream has changed. Well, mm -hmm. I think the housing market's the same. We still have houses. We still have a market. We still have mortgage rates, but lots of things can be different. So yes, we had more subprime loans. We had more people getting into them that didn't deserve it back in the 2005, six, seven, eight era. However, now we have a whole bunch of investors that borrowed money very cheaply. And now that money is getting very expensive by the day. So maybe they didn't deserve it, right? So now we have people that have a portfolio that has backed their housing purchase. And all of a sudden their portfolio is going down in bonds, down in stocks. And now the housing prices are, are starting to tip over, right? So month over month, this was the biggest drop in American housing prices in history, according to the Case-Shiller Index. These are all things that are going to be cumulative. In three months, we're going to look back and say, oh, this just continues to get worse. And that's when we'll really see if this housing market is different. The basic plumbing might be different, but a housing crash, those have happened before. Thank you very much, C. Thomas, for all your comments. And we are going to meet next week. Thank you, Austerity. And um, again, as usual, we provide all the links to the articles and what we're reading on our site at cthomasprincher.com. We look forward to catching up with you next Wednesday. <laughs>